0: This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The
1: Morning Line. Line up, man!
2: All right, here we go. September the 13th, that would make this one, two, two, yeah, Friday the 13th. Welcome in 2019. I'm Joe Ari It is the morning line. Time for you to get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Appreciate you taking the time to hang with us as we get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports, including... Uh, Another uh, watching paint dry episode of Thursday night football. That was uh, that was some riveting stuff last night. I know, exciting. You had to have been excited. You probably took a little while to uh, go to sleep um, watching that game last night. With, but yeah, it was oof, yeah, uh, yeah, it was ugly, folks. There's no way around it. Great defensive battle. Great way to cash some tickets. Which uh, hopefully, if you guys were listening to us uh, all week long. We gave you the, uh, we gave the, told you, told you this was going to be some, uh, we were going to see some quality defense from both these teams, Uh, and hopefully we were going to see a little bit of progression from the offenses, and we did from one side of the field, not so much on the other. We'll get to uh, everything you need to know about that game if you missed it, and boy, be thankful you did, Uh, but uh, we also had. Major League Baseball going on yesterday. Big slate, fourteen games on the card yesterday. Some teams get away day, winding uh, you know, winding out those last series that we had, including Oakland and Houston, who had a four-game battle this week in Houston. Oakland, of course, still trying to secure that wild card berth here, just a couple of weeks away in Major League Baseball before we have. Postseason, the entire month of October is going to be postseason baseball, including a World Series champion at some point. And all the teams that are still vying or uh, have a shot at a World Series crown, uh, they are all battling. They got some really great series this weekend to watch Major League Baseball. And I know we got college football tonight. We got college football tomorrow. We got NFL on Sunday. But don't forget about Major League Baseball as you're watching a couple of things unfold right now in Major League Baseball. You are seeing that the teams that uh, are already out of it have been out of it forever. Uh, trying to see what kind of prospects they have in the minor league system. You're seeing guys being called up, expanding the rosters. You're looking at the starting pitching. In fact, this morning, I'm looking at the current odds. I said, all right, let me come in and see what uh, what the latest lines are this morning in Major League Baseball. And when I go down the list and I open it up, everything's undecided, undecided, major league baseball, undecided, undecided. So what that tells me is that you've got a lot of, and they're all of course, with teams that are, well, they're undecided about their future. They're undecided about a whole lot of things, but usually the teams at this point that have nothing to play for, except for setting up uh, you know, tea times here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They're trying to call guys up. They're scrambling with rotation. So that's, you know, those teams there are hard to bet on. Teams like Baltimore, teams like Detroit and Texas. But keep this in mind because it uh, it happened last night. And it's going to happen again over the next couple of weeks, which makes handicapping a bit tricky with Major League Baseball. When you get a team like Texas, for instance, that's in a series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, Tampa is just battling. Tampa is trying to do everything in their power to secure one of those spots in the wild card, get that play-in game, and hopefully be able to move on from there. They're playing Texas over the last couple days, and for Texas, even though they've got nothing to play for outside of trying to remain a 500 team for the full year, they're going to bring it. They're going to bring it because they love playing spoiler, and that's the other big thing going on right now that you have to look for. No matter how bad these teams were, for 145 games this year 100 you know 50 games the remaining dozen or so games that are left in the calendar year just because you're playing baltimore just because you're playing texas doesn't mean they ain't going to bring it because nothing and i mean absolutely nothing gets a professional athlete more excited than playing a game that has some meaning but it doesn't necessarily have to mean that we're heading to the playoffs. It just has to have meaning. And there is something oddly satisfying for an athlete when they know that uh, we're going home in a couple of weeks. And this season sucked. And this was rough. But we gotta we can go out with a bang taking down these teams that we play who are vying for something. You know, everyone's at Misery Loves Company. Yeah, that is uh, somebody ought to get that for a shirt. That is Major League Baseball in the month of September to a T. Misery loves company. And these teams that failed this year, these teams that didn't have good years, oh, I can tell you right now, they are battling here. They are not laying over for anybody. There is going to be a race here in uh, in Major League Baseball right to the end, no matter who what teams are playing. And we've got We got games across the board here this weekend that are monstrous. You got the Cubs taking on Pittsburgh. You don't think Pittsburgh would love to stick it to the Chicago Cubs? They're going to try, guys. They're going to bring it. You've got Washington and Atlanta getting ready to swear off uh, in a weekend series. You've got the Dodgers and the Mets. How about this matchup tonight? You ready for excitement? I mean, of course, we can watch North Carolina and Wake Forest, and we'll We'll get you caught up with that game, too, because uh, interesting things happening with the line. But Kershaw sitting guard tonight has that 7-10 first pitch Mets, who, again, just destroyed the Arizona Diamondbacks yesterday. Uh, Stroman uh, dominated. The Mets bats dominated, hitting balls out of the yard, loving City Field. Mets all of a sudden putting themselves back on a roll, giving themselves a shot, not only to chase down the Cubs but kind of separate themselves from the Milwaukee Brewers who were supposed to have stuck a fork in them because Christian Yellick broke his knee. Yeah, no, I don't think so. They pounded out yet another win uh, yesterday. Now their, their goal is to take on the team that's leading the National League Central. You got Brewers Cardinals this week. How about that? Brewers Cardinals, National League Central. Milwaukee still trying to keep pace, guys. Uh, you know, the, you go down the list, here. Yankees uh, will be traveling to Toronto. Cleveland's taking on Minnesota. Man, there is some excitement. We'll get you caught up with the lines. Hopefully, we'll have some pitching uh, matchups for you. And everything you need to know from last night, which isn't much Thursday night football. We'll do that coming up here on The Morning Line on this Friday the 13th.
0: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. It's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com. Grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
1: I
3: had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com
2: All right, welcome in on a Friday the 13th, whoa, Friday the 13th, 2019, September, love this, I uh, right, exactly, seems like that every day of the year, really, especially as a sports investor, you will have Friday the 13th a lot, usually on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, or hell, even last night, if you were uh, back in Carolina in that game against Tampa, whoo, let me see if we can put together the uh, the highlights that uh, that had taken place last night. In case you did, in case you missed it, the Carolina Panthers were hosting short week right Thursday night football, second Thursday night football game of the year. We were treated to that. Uh, we were treated to whatever that was last week with Aaron Rodgers and Trubisky there. They just uh, offenses and Thursday night. Yeah, they just don't, uh, they just don't work well together. And we kind of had a feeling last night was going to be a bit of a defensive battle. We were going to see some quality defense, but you still have some monster guys that were playing. Guys like, uh, you know, Mike Evans, guys like Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton there, Jameis Winston and company. Will he have a turnover? Will Cam complete a pass more than 20 yards? Well. When it all said and done, here's what it sounded like. Winston to the end zone for
0: Godwin and a touchdown. Here's one right up the gut. Barber into the end zone for the touchdown. They run it and the ball is out. What's the call? No signal yet. Looked like it might have been a safety. Direct snap. They fake the toss. McCaffrey depends where they put it. What a play by Hargraves out on the edge, and he did not
2: get it. Yeah, that turned out to be the uh, the difference maker in that game as Carolina was stuffed there at the end of the game as uh, they went for it fourth and uh, goal there from the two yard line. Gave it to, well, they didn't give it to. They actually just kind of. They did the old uh, let's shotgun it right to Christian McCaffrey there and see if he can get in, but he didn't. No, he didn't get in, and ultimately that was the difference between the game. Is the as the Tampa Bay Bucks on the board in the win column now one and one as Jameis Winston threw for 208 yards, had a touchdown, and the defense uh, like we told you there, we we told Todd Balls right, we had mentioned. Say what you want about his head coaching abilities. And there's not a lot of great things to say as a Jet fan. I can say that. But there was never any doubt how good a defensive coordinator he truly was. And defense, really good. And the Tampa Bay Bucks last year, from a defensive standpoint, were horrific. They were in the bottom three in just about every statistical category on defense that matters. And it's no wonder why they had such a bad season last year. In comes Bruce Arians, and the first hire that Bruce Arians makes is bringing in Todd Bowles, who was his defensive coordinator. Actually, these two go back a long, long way. Bruce Arians used to be uh, one of the coaches there at uh, Rutgers back in the day when I do believe that Todd Bowles, in fact, was a player there. So Todd and Arians, uh, Todd Bowles and Bruce Arians go way, way back. And, yeah, what a what a difference a year makes some of the same players, a lot of the same players, although they drafted, I believe they used four or five of their draft picks this year on defense. And really the biggest difference, of course, was bringing in Todd Bowles and having somebody run that 3-4. They they got a Dominican left uh, last uh, in, uh, in free agency. They signed him. They got rid of Gerald McCoy, but they switched over to that 3-4. They drafted Devin White, number one draft pick linebacker out of LSU who got hurt in this game pretty much early on knee injury. He didn't see much action for the rest of the game, uh, had actually a headset on the entire time on the sideline. But when it was all said and done, Arians gets his first victory as a Tampa Bay Bucs head coach. And will it continue? Well, there was another streak on the line last night that definitely will continue. And that will be Cam Newton's uh, now eighth. That's right. Eight, Straight starts. He has lost good old Cam there. Surgically repaired shoulder and all. uh, Yeah, there's going to be a lot of talk here over the next week. And there should be about what is going on with Cam Newton. Because I can tell you right now, the offense of the Carolina Panthers is in trouble. Is in big trouble. And I do think it all starts with. Uh, with Cam Newton and his health. Now, while we continue to be told that everything is okay with Cam, yeah, no, there's, there's, it's not his throwing motion, so to speak, because he did finally compete, uh, complete rather a, a big pass uh, to Samuel last night, a couple of them. In fact, 44 yards, I believe he, it's not that he can't throw the ball. I think the shoulder is okay, but he just looks like a shell of what we have come to know Cam Newton is. There were a couple of situations last night. That last play you just heard, uh, in particular, where there was a time, pretty much every time prior to last night, where that was Cam Newton's. That Cam Newton's putting that ball in the end zone. He is It's his number being called. Forget about Christian McCaffrey or anybody else. Fourth and goal, game on the line. Cam Newton is taking the snap. And he is running into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. And it's quite obvious that, and coming in a year that we just watched Andrew Luck step down and go, you know what? I can't, my body, I can't deal with this. Uh, I and nobody, and I mean nobody in the NFL has taken a bigger beating than Cam Newton. And Andrew Luck threw in the towel. And Cam Newton this year, the one time he did try to run last night, he ends up getting hit and fumbles the ball. And you know what? Defensive players know it. In fact, Hargrave, right there, uh, who was the defensive back that made the great play on Christian McCaffrey, even he said it last night after the game. He said, you know, there was a time where uh, we just knew that that was going to be Cam's number, and Cam would run guys over, and, and we'd all try to key in on Cam Newton. And he said, you know, now it's just his body has taken such a, such a beating. He said, you know, fourth and one, with the game on the line, and, and Cam not getting the call, you know, not trying to run it in. He said that tells you a lot about, you know, why where his body is right now and what's going on because he gets hit and he fumbles. It's now twice it's happened so far this year. Not running, didn't rush last week against the Rams. Only had a couple of rushing attempts, uh, in fact. In the game last night, defense was great for Tampa. Defense was great for the Carolina Panthers. But unfortunately, when it has to come down to making plays on offense, Carolina just does not have the ability to do what they've done in the past, which is rely on Cam Newton's legs, rely on him sacrificing his body to get those extra yards. I fear those days are over for Carolina Panther fans, and I fear that we, it won't be much longer before we start talking about Cam Newton in the same light as Andrew Luck. Uh, because I don't know, having watched him, and it's early, but there's just something going on with Cam Newton. Uh, don't forget, he had an ankle sprain in week three. Maybe that's of the preseason. Maybe that's playing a role into it. But every time I'm watching this guy with the opportunity to run two games now, I watched that entire game last week. Uh, with Carolina and thought maybe he was just shaking the rust off, but it's not rust. Something else is going on with Cam. Just too much over the career, too much body pain, too much uh, suffering going on there. There's a little hesitation now for Cam that I've not seen. Now, again, that could be he's got a new throwing motion. Maybe he's thinking a little bit more. Uh, He's had shoulder issues over the last couple of years. But really, he can't get to the outside. He can't get to the edge. He can't He can't hit the holes. He's not – running is not an option for Cam Newton, it looks like at this point. And the play calling, once again, extremely conservative on, on Norv Turner's part. So, listen, Norv's been around this game a long time. For Norv Turner, who it was interesting to hear – Troy Aikman called the game last night with Joe Buck uh, about Norv Turner because Norv had him for three years there in Dallas, and you know they were pretty successful together. But something else is going on because Norv is not necessarily the, the vanilla OC. Something's happened, and I think it all centers around the fact that Cam, I, I don't think he wants to get hit. I don't think he can get hit, and I think they're keeping the bubble wrap on him. And we'll see how much longer that goes now that they're 0-2. We'll break down the numbers for you last night. We'll do that. Take a look at MLB next. The Morning Line.
0: fantasy sports today sam darnold's gonna miss the game with mono so is it just simply put a downgrade across the board with everyone on the jets no i think it's a downgrade to all the offense plus you throw in the fact that quincy noon another piece they lost he's out for the year too so all of a sudden this Jets season looks like it might be <laughs> over before it starts going zero and with some injuries and missing the quarterback for this week weekdays noon to 2 p.m eastern on ftsy sports network and on your popular podcast providers
2: So it might just be time, if you haven't noticed, to get in the game with a DraftKings Sportsbook account, where if you are listening and watching right now, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. You simply create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit, and then you place your first bet, and DraftKings will go ahead and match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. How cool is that? The offer, eligible to all users, plus... New users, you'll get a risk free bet of up to 200 bucks right now. Just head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. That's it. Sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. Hurry up, though. Obviously, offers like this will not be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And welcome in here to the morning line as it's time to get. Well, get on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri as we, uh, we we try to recover from that unbelievable Thursday night football game between the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Bucs, a defensive battle. And there was some great defense played last night, make no mistake about it. That Tampa Bay revamped defense strong once again as Todd Bowles leading the charge there of that new 3-4 defense and also last night and this is keep an eye on this guy and remember this name guys because uh you're probably going to be hearing a lot about him. Uh his name is Shaq Barrett and the reason I say that is because he was single-handedly responsible last night for just uh destroying the Carolina Panthers offense including Cam Newton. He had um I think uh, three sacks he had. He had also four quarterback hits and he forced three fumbles and recovered one of them from Cam Newton. Now, the interesting part about Shaq Barrett is he's not a rookie or something. He's a, a fifth-year player, former fifth-year player out of Colorado State. This was a guy, brand-new, first-year, came for Todd Bowles, uh, kind of left his previous employment there in order to be able to play. And the problem was he played for the Denver Broncos. Denver drafted him. Denver had him on uh, defense there over the last four years, and obviously Denver had some pretty good defensive moments. did over the last four years? The problem was he backed up Von Miller. That's the problem, and he wasn't going to play, obviously, so they went ahead and drafted Bradley Chubb. So all of a sudden, the writing was on the wall for this kid, Shaq Barrett, so he decided that time for me to go, and where did he go? Well, he landed In a division that likes to throw the ball and will throw the ball. And that is probably not good news for quarterbacks and teams who have to play Tampa. Keep an eye on this kid. He is unbelievable. Shaq Barrett was all over the place last night. Reminded me a lot of a Von Miller-esque kind of player who just took over the game at certain points. Three sacks. Uh, he was responsible all of them. He was the one who laid the hit on Cam Newton when he fumbled. Uh, just crazy. Absolutely uh, really impressive, the defense. And keep an eye on that moving forward, guys, because the Bucks give Bruce Arians enough time to figure out offensively to get them in a, in a rhythm. This defense can hold their own. They are going to be a pretty damn scary team. And Winston, bounce back. Great. Uh, what can you say? Totally efficient. 16-25, to 208. Had a touchdown, uh, He and the biggest number for Jameis Winston last night, zero turnovers. He had 103.4 passer rating night and day from what it was just four days earlier at home against the 49ers, where he threw not one, not two, but three interceptions. Two of them returned for touchdowns, and a much better situation there. Chris Godwin, excellent uh, night, too, as well, 121 yards and a touchdown. And they ran the ball well. We told you Barber was really good last night. That whole Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber combination, they're still working that out. But, yeah, they're getting it. Uh, Mike Evans, again, those of you who had Mike Evans from a fantasy standpoint, there's really not much you can do, unfortunately. Uh, He's going to get better. He uh, A little more production last night than he had uh, four days earlier there in game one. He was a little bit under the weather. I do think he's going to be rounding into form there. But in the meantime, uh, Godwin just having a uh, monster game. Uh, As far as Cam Newton goes, he struggled throughout the night. We told you 25 of 51, 49%, by the way. 333, no touchdowns, no picks, a fumble, but a 70.1 passer rating. And we know he's got a new throwing motion. He's got a surgically repaired shoulder. We know this. And he missed open receivers. All night, Uh, and he wasn't stepping into throws. He wasn't getting any oomph behind him. He could not run to the outside to the edge. They're not calling his number. This is two weeks in a row now where Cam Newton's had an opportunity where you've got third and inches, fourth and inches. They They went for it on fourth down, fourth and one, three times last night. The last play, of course, being on fourth and goal. They, they didn't call his number once. Now, you tell me over the last seven, eight years that you remember the Carolina Panthers ever having a third and one, fourth and one situation where Cam wasn't either a, a quarterback sneak, some sort of wildcat formation with him in just running. Nothing like that. In fact, he had uh, last night, I believe, uh, zero uh, two two rushes for zero yards is what he had last night. And the one rush that he did have, he fumbled the ball. So, and that's what we've got going on with Carolina right now uh they the play calling was just all over the map for, for the Panthers Christian McCaffrey early on in that game it was Christian McCaffrey left Christian McCaffrey right they were just running him running him they it seemed like every play went through Christian McCaffrey which is fine I mean that's you know he's one of the most uh he's one of the most prolific offensive weapons in the league however, There were also several times during that game last night where it was like, is Christian McCaffrey on the field? Like, is he hurt? Like, where the hell is he? They went away from him for long stretches of time, much like Adam Gase did last week uh, with Lev Bell there in the second half. Just, he only finished 16 carries. Most of those came in the first half, guys. 16 carries, 37 yards. Only had two catches for 16 yards. And, He was responsible for that failed attempt there on fourth and goal with a minute left in the game that would have gone ahead and sealed it for the Carolina Panthers. But it wasn't to be Greg Olson. Good news, those of you that got Greg Olson in fantasy, uh, he led the Panthers with uh, catches there, I believe, six catches, 110, 110 yards. His first 100-yard game since the NFC wildcard playoff loss to the Saints back in January of 2018, uh, the uh the Carolina Panthers are going to watch tape here, and they're just going to go, "Wow, what could have been?" Because they did have an opportunity to be able to seal this game. I mean, right away, uh, early in the third quarter, it was 12-10, and Jameis Winston, for a brief moment, was Jameis Winston again. Luke Keekley dropped out into the flat into coverage, and Jameis threw it right to Luke Keekley. I mean, right to him, hit him right square. All he had to do was catch the ball, and that is a game changer. Now, Keekley was all over the field last night, 17 tackles. Good old Luke, 17 tackles on the night. He read the pass perfectly, dropped in just enough there, and sure enough, Jameis Winston delivered it to him on the, uh, on the button, but he dropped that ball. And if he would catch that ball, if he would have uh, ended up catching that ball because... Uh, about five plays later Peyton Barber ended up uh, taking the ball there scored uh four or four plays later in fact Peyton Barber ended up scoring uh, to take the 17-12 lead over Carolina and that was it after that there wasn't any more scoring outside of a safety and they had their opportunities plenty of opportunities but at the end of the night guys the biggest thing people are going to be talking about is the fact that Carolina finished 0 for three on fourth down and give credit where credit is due for the Tampa Bay defense. But at the same time, uh, they were absolutely terrible on third down. And that was really what uh, what ended up sealing. They, they were 3 of 13 on third down. Couldn't get the first downs. They were 0 for 3 on fourth down. And that is ball game. Now, again, Tampa's defense steps up. Congratulations. But when you're at home on a short week... And you have Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton and Greg Olson. And you are three of 14 there on third down and 0 for 3 on fourth down. Yeah, you guys got to reevaluate what you're doing offensively there. Because subpar uh, is not, uh, I don't think is explains exactly how terrible the offense looked there. But you get the victory. Congratulations to Tampa. And Tampa's reward will next week, I believe, they're going to travel to Arizona. Former Bruce Arians head coached Arizona Cardinals. That'll be September twenty second, and then the uh, Buccaneers. I'm sorry, the Panthers rather travel to Arizona. The Bucks travel uh, back home. They take on the New York Giants on uh, next Sunday. So Tampa lost last year to the Giants. You may re- You may guys may remember this. What a battle that was. Thirty eight to thirty five. Eli Manning went seventeen of eighteen. 231 last year and two touchdowns. Barkley had a 142 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, we'll see if they, uh, if they can have that kind of repeat uh, performance. But this defense is definitely something you guys are going to want to keep an eye on moving forward. The Tampa Bay Bucs, that is. Bruce Arians, in four days, on the road, short week, managed to put it together. Got Jameis Winston on the same page. No turnovers. And they got the victory. Which, the bottom line is, that's all that matters. You get the W, you survive, and you advance. And it is, uh, it is now a little time for them to heal. But I don't know what to make of Jameis uh, of uh, of Cam Newton, and it would be very hard to bet them moving forward because they keep telling us nothing's wrong with him. But I'm telling you, I've just watched them now in two games. There's something wrong with him, and it's not shoulder related. I don't know if it's ankle-related or if it's just play-calling and Norb Turner-related, but something's going on with Cam Newton. That's for sure. All right, we'll break down the numbers for you. Take a look at the games tonight, college football and the Major League Baseball slate. We'll do that coming up here on The Morning Live. All right, welcome back in here to the morning line on this uh, Friday, the uh, 13th. As we take a look uh, at uh, tonight, we've got college football. Get ready, college football coming your way. Exciting stuff here, man. We got North Carolina Wake Forest week three of the college football slate. Uh, we also got a little Kansas football to uh, to endure, which... Will probably still be more exciting than what we witnessed last night. But you've got uh, you got Kansas taking on Boston College, and you got a pretty interesting night game too. A lot of folks uh, are going to be keying in on as a possible play tonight. That being Mike Lee, crazy Mike Lee, uh, the Washington uh, Washington State, the former uh, Minshew quarterback there, will be taking on Houston, the Cougars tonight in a uh, in a big battle. And I think that's going to be an awful lot of fun as a number just look at the here's the yeah right here is the uh the line on this game tonight for the uh for the Washington State Houston game it is now 73 and a half uh that's the line so that's the total there so if you are looking at uh, a total of 73 there is a good chance there won't be an awful lot of defense played tonight uh with this uh, with this game so keep that in mind it's gonna be it's going to be a shootout. That's the nine o'clock game tonight uh on ESPN. Washington State is laying nine in this game. Boston College, uh, Kansas uh total fifty-one. BC's laying twenty-one. Could you imagine that? Think about that for a minute. The total is fifty-one, but yet Boston College is priced to lay 21 points by three touchdowns. So uh, somebody's not planning on scoring a lot, or at least Vegas doesn't think somebody's going to be scoring a lot as uh, BC's laying three touchdowns, and the total's only 51. And the game that I'm looking forward to early tonight, 6 o'clock, North Carolina at Wake Forest. And North Carolina has been unbelievable first couple of games of the season. They, as underdogs, took care of their business against Uh, South Carolina, game one of the season. Uh, Game two was against Miami last week. They ended up winning that game. And now they find themselves in another rivalry of sorts, Wake Forest. Now, this is not a conference game. This is a game that they had decided to play uh, because of the fact that, well, they're they're not in the same conference anymore. But they didn't want to lose the rivalry because of how close it is. And these two schools are very close. They do have a rich history. And I do believe they signed a three- or four-year contract in order to do uh, just this, to be able to play these games. They didn't want to lose the rivalry for the fans, which is great. And we've got a situation here tonight that North Carolina, you're getting three points once again. They are yet another underdog situation for the North Carolina Tar Heels, while Wake Forest can throw the ball. Around the yard, guys, there. Wake Forest has got some monster wide receivers. They've got a lot of upperclassmen. While North Carolina is working with a freshman quarterback who has been absolutely phenomenal guy. Uh, Guys, if you haven't had a chance to actually watch this kid play, check this game out tonight at 6 o'clock. You are going to—you're going to love— what this kid is doing right now for them. He is—he uh, has been, shall we say, pretty damn impressive at the times you need a freshman quarterback to look good. And they beat not one, but two power five schools there, the ACC and the University of Miami. And they end up beating an SEC team in South Carolina. Uh, how cool is that? And you are going to see this kid's name is Sam Howell, true freshman. And this guy is making big throw after big throw in the fourth quarter of games on the line bringing his team back he's really good uh defense also north carolina pretty damn good now they did lose of course their number 1 defensive back also ranked as one of the best defensive backs in the country shutdown corner uh but he will not be available for this game tonight he's actually uh he ended up suffering a leg injury last week against Miami He's not going to be in this game. He's gone for the season. So it is a it is a big loss for them on the defensive side of the ball. But nothing you can say here. Carolina, North Carolina has done nothing to lead me to believe that they can't absolutely win this game outright on the money line. uh, Given the fact that Wake Forest. They didn't cover against Utah State and they pushed against Rice in their first two games so wake forest ranks 112th in total defense 103rd in opponent yards per play this is not a defensive juggernaut here wake forest this is a situation where they hopefully they think they can outscore you and they're only laying three here but i do think north carolina and sam Howell certainly have enough in them to be able to cover this game and if not win it outright so You might want to take the points, which is okay. but I have always found in these types of situations, take the dog in a three or less situation. Take them on the money line, guys, because North Carolina, there is absolutely nothing in this game here where you'll look at it and go North Carolina can't walk away with the victory. They covered the 11 by South Carolina in game one. They won it straight up. They were uh, a five point underdog in game two. They won that straight up. They find themselves as a three-point underdog tonight against Wake Forest. Yeah, what are they going to do? So I'm going to go ahead and back them on the money line. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Mac Brown is back. And Mac Brown, of course, the former uh, head coach there of UT University of Texas, was in the booth for a long time, now back on the field. And so far, he's got his North Carolina Tar Heels 2-0 to start the year, which is always fun. Uh, And then, of course, Mike Leach, we told you, and then Les Miles, uh, former LSU quarterback. He, too, will be on uh, spotlight here tonight as Kansas, uh, we told you, at Boston College. Not a lot of offense uh, expected in that game. If BC's got a 21 point, uh, they're they're laying 21 points to start the game, and 51 is the total. Woo. Uh, I think the game's going to go over myself. The uh, 51 points, think about it. Uh, You're already telling us with that line that Boston College is going to score some points. So how many points do we really need from Les Miles in Kansas in order to hit the total in this game? The answer is not many. So if that's the case, Boston College runs a very up-tempo offense. Expect them to score, score often, and then expect Les Miles and company To chip in a few points and then quietly expect that total to go over. And we told you, of course, in the last game there, uh, Washington State taking on Houston. I think the total is a little much here, guys, when you break it down. I I know Mike Leach is this offensive guru, but he's got a freshman quarterback there. Houston, of course, Dana Holginson's new team. Uh, that number to me at 73 and a half for the total tonight is all about perception of past teams with these coaches. How many points they used to put up at, uh, at West Virginia, where Dana Holgerson was coaching last year. Mike league, of course had uh, Gardner Minshew, who is now the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jags. Yeah. They used to put up a lot of points. Mike league loves to pass and they're going to pass. They're going to put up some points, but the rate that they would have to put up points to cover the 73-and-a-half-point total, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet some form of defense, usually from Houston, because Houston's got some defensive players. I would expect this total to go under tonight at 73-and-a-half. But we got football week three, college underway. We'll talk uh, more of those games coming up uh, in uh, in Make It Rain next hour. Also, Major League Baseball tonight. We were telling you about a couple of these. uh, When you look at what they've got going on, the matchups in Major League Baseball, just two weeks left to go, right? So you've got Kershaw Syndergaard tonight, 7-10. Mets, who dominated Arizona uh, during the week, now have rattled off five straight wins. They find themselves right there. The Cubs, the Mets, the Brewers, and even the Diamondbacks still, although it's going to be hard to recoup after you got just whooped up by the New York Mets offense. The batters hitting balls out of the park at a ridiculous pace. But Kershaw, Syndergaard. Now, the Dodgers already clinched. There's really not a whole lot for the Dodgers invested here. A lot invested for the New York Mets. Syndergaard, Kershaw. In fact, you look at the line at this game right now. Opened up as the Dodgers being a road favorite at minus 135. It's down to minus 126, so there's a lot of Met money coming in. The total opened up at eight, it is now down to seven and a half in this game tonight, 7-10. Scherzer's on the mound for the Washington Nationals, who ended up taking two out of three from Minnesota. Uh, congratulations to the Nats as they continue to try and solidify that number one wild card spot are on the mound tonight. Atlanta is still undecided on who they'll be throwing out. Chicago won uh, last uh, yesterday, in fact, against the San Diego Padres day game in San Diego. You Darvish uh, ends up pitching really, really well, giving the Cubs a much-needed victory as they had only won four out of their last ten games uh, going into San Diego in that game yesterday. So they pull the win out. They maintain. And then you've got Milwaukee-St. Louis. Uh, Adam Wainwright at home tonight, taking on Hauser from Milwaukee. Uh, it was all stick a, you know, stick a nail in the coffin of the Milwaukee Brewers. They lost Christian Yellick to a just a terrible injury there, broken kneecap. Well, not so fast. They took care of business this week here in Miami. Now they travel to St. Louis to take on Adam Wainwright and the Cards, who remain in first place in the National League West. And can I tell you the money? It's coming in on the Milwaukee Brewers to remain hot and continue to score some runs, get quality pitching, bullpen starting to come around. All of a sudden now, the Milwaukee Brewers don't be sleeping on them at all. Yankees on their way up to Toronto, both undecided as far as who they're going to be throwing there. Get ready for another round of the Minnesota Twins taking on the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland still battling. Savalle so going tonight for them at home, taking on Odorizzi. This game opened up as Cleveland being a one, minus-115 favorite. Guess what the money is telling us? They're back in Odorizzi in Minnesota. That That is flipped now. We actually have a big line movement change there, right around 30 cents. Cleveland went from a minus-115 favorite to now— Minnesota being a minus-115 favorite. So the road team, Minnesota, getting all the money right now. Houston, Garrett Cole on the mound tonight. Houston trying to keep pace with the Yankees, who swept their doubleheader last night and are looking for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And how do we know that? Well, they really want to take on Houston, knowing that they've got to win four out of seven games at Yankee Stadium as opposed to the Trop. And believe it or not, Houston at home, Verlander on the mound last night, gets beat, that's right, by Homer Bailey. Three out of four games the Oakland A's take on the road from the Houston Astros. Huge series for the A's now uh, with Tampa Bay losing to uh, to the Texas Rangers yesterday. The Oakland A's find themselves a half a game in front right now. Tampa, Oakland. Keep an eye on them. The Indians keep an eye on them, of course. And then you've got Milwaukee, the Cubs and the Mets all battling guys, trying to in the final two weeks of the season here, they are battling, trying to go ahead and get the job done. And when I say get the job done, there's not a lot of wiggle room here for losses. They are going to need to dominate. And it starts with this weekend series. It starts tonight for a lot of these teams as the Indians are at home. Can't afford to lose any more ground. Uh, cannot afford to lose to Minnesota. The Mets got to keep it rolling, even against Kershaw tonight. Uh, and, of course, uh, Houston's got to start winning some games. Again. And if they want to keep pace with the Yanks, Garrett Cole on the mound taking on uh, Danny Duffy in Kansas City. A lot of fun, guys. going to be one hell of a weekend. We'll look to uh, help you make it rain. We'll do that coming up here. Dane Martinez will join us. Enjoy the games. Good luck no matter what you do. We'll be back on Monday recapping it all here on The Morning Live. DailyRoto.com
0: What's your story? Go to gamebabiesgrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
2: If it wasn't abundantly clear to people, I'm hoping they understand. The game is not going back to what it used to be ever. It's not going back after you get 6,100-plus home runs, Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred. Things evolve. You can say what you want about this. I don't know that this is uh, evolved for the better, but it is evolved, and I don't see the game changing anytime soon, my friend. Weekday,
0: 7 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go!
2: There was a time, pretty much every time prior to last night, where that was Cam Newton's, that Cam Newton's putting that ball in the end zone. He is, it's his number being called, forget about Christian McCaffrey or anybody else. Fourth and goal, game on the line, Cam Newton is taking the snap, and he is running into the end zone. For a touchdown. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. And it's quite obvious that. And coming in a year that we just watched Andrew Luck step down and go, you know what? I can't, my body, I can't deal with this. I, I, and nobody, and I mean, nobody in the NFL has taken a bigger beating than Cam Newton. And Andrew Luck threw in the towel. And Cam Newton this year, the one time he did try to run last night, he ends up getting hit and fumbles the ball. And you know what? Defensive players, know it in fact Hargraves there uh who was the defensive back that made the great play on Christian McCaffrey even he said it last night after the game he said you know there was a time where uh we just knew that that was going to be Cam's number and Cam would run guys over and and we'd all try to key in on Cam Newton and he said you know now it's just his body has taken such a such a beating he said you know fourth and one With the game on the line and Cam not getting the call, you know, not trying to run it in, he said that tells you a lot about, you know, why, where his body is right now and what's going on because he gets hit and he fumbles. It's now twice it's happened so far this year. Not running, didn't rush last week against the Rams, only had a couple of rushing attempts, uh, in fact, in the game last night. Defense was great for Tampa. Defense was great for the Carolina Panthers. But unfortunately, when it has to come down to making plays on offense, Carolina just does not have the ability to do what they've done in the past, which is rely on Cam Newton's legs, rely on him sacrificing his body to get those extra yards. I fear those days are over for Carolina Panther fans, and I fear... That we it won't be much longer before we start talking about Cam Newton in the same light as Andrew Luck. Uh, because I don't know, having watched him, and it's early, but there's just something going on with Cam Newton. Uh, don't forget, he had an ankle sprain in week three. Maybe that's got uh, the preseason, maybe that's playing a role into it. But every time I'm watching this guy with the opportunity to run, Two games now. I watched that entire game last week uh, with Carolina and thought maybe he was just shaking the rust off, but it's not rust. Something else is going on with Cam. Just too much over the career, too much body pain, too much uh, suffering going on there. There's a little hesitation now for Cam that I've not seen.